Hello to everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Season two? Oh. Thank you. And uh, you know what today is? It's Murray Monday. It's just 
Rosemary. Or any day, really. All right, go to the script there now. And that means it's time for Thu to tell us about the sport that should itself be quarantined for everyone's well-being. How you doing, Thu? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, we just arrived back from our trip out west to as far west as New Mexico. Um, wow. arrived back just this afternoon. No kidding. Wonderful. So how are you feeling after all that? Wonderful. Good. Um, invigorated, but exhausted. And how did the song make you feel? Woo! <laughs> there we go. That about says it all. I was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, uh, what did, did anybody play golf this weekend? They did, um, and they just finished about an hour ago. Really? Rain delays in Jersey City of some sort. Oh yes, uh, there was a tropical storm. Yes. See, I didn't. I, I didn't. I wasn't aware until I got home and saw that they were still playing. Huh. Um, but I did get to see the finish, and what happened? was Tony Finau uh, saved par on 18 and then beat Cameron Smith with a par on the first playoff hole to win the Northern Trust and notch his second PGA Tour victory. It was his first victory in, five, in more than five years and 143 starts, despite having 39 top 10 finishes in that time span. Maybe now Cam Smith will shave his horrible mullet um, and I have to make a correction. Um, Cam Smith had been described previously by one of the golf correspondents on Jewish as as probably Great British. He has since become Australian. Excellent. Nice. Congratulations to him. Yeah, Congratulations on his big I have, conversion. I have another tidbit. Another this is relating to the quarantine described by the co-host. Um, Patrick Reed, who withdrew from the Northern Trust because of an ankle injury and who also withdrew from the previous week's Wyndham Championship for what is believed to have been a different reason, will not play in next week's BMW Championship after being diagnosed with bilateral pneumonia. He released a Don't statement to Golf Channel's Todd Lewis saying he is on the road to recovery in, Meth in Houston Methodist Hospital. Reed currently sits ninth in the U.S. Ryder Cup rankings and now must rely on being one of Steve Stricker's captain's, captain's picks in order to make the Ryder Cup team. He's played on three previous Ryder Cups with a 7-3-2 in record in 12 matches. I don't know what to root for. And is Patrick Reed the guy who's Steve Stricker's friend, or is that another guy? That's Kevin Kisner's. Patrick Reed is the, is the cheater. Oh, right, I remember. Why yes. are we talking about cheaters? Because what else are you going to talk about in relation to golf? And we have another golf cheater to talk about later in the program. I saw. Yeah, good. All right. In the time-honored tradition, are you going to have a fire tonight? Yeah. I, w I want to do a thing at, at the fire. You want to do a s'more? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. John yeah. for a s'more. And yeah. Thucydides a s'more. You see? S'mores? You see? Oh, right? my yeah, gosh. Yeah. It's delicious. In the time-honored tradition of sports teams all over, the San Diego Padres, who've lost nine out of their last 11 games and whose playoff chances seem to decline by the day, fired their pitching coach, Larry Rothschild, who has been coaching in the major leagues forever with a bunch of different teams and who has two World Series rings to show for it in that role. Padres manager Jace Tingler said the decision was his and that his goal in firing Rothschild was, quote, to give a different message, a different voice, end quote, by which he clearly meant to redirect the attention of voices that are calling for him to be fired. 
What the sports leagues ought to do is just rotate their managers or head coaches and coaching staffs every year. Just shift them all to the next team on the list because that's pretty much the net result anyway. Right? Don't you think, Sue? They just pass them on to the next team? Absolutely. This guy's clearly an excellent coach and has no business being fired. And, you know, in the next 11 games, they may go 9-2, and and he deserves deserves his job back. Exactly, yes. Go, go, you, where are you? Come on, here you go. By the way. By the way. Oh. <laughs> I'm always ready and you never believe me. No. By the way. Yeah. The producer is on the phone in the background. Yeah. By the way, ESPN baseball writer Buster Olney pointed out that the Mets statistics and record before and since their replacement to their hitting coach 23 games into the season are pretty much identical. Bryson DeChapeau, the thug-cheating golfer, or one of the thug-cheating golfers, says he's going to compete in the Long Drivers Association World Championship next month. And Thu will have to explain to us what that is all about. So this has nothing to do with the PGA. This is, a, this is something completely separate. And um, the Long Drive Contest is, is very dull to watch. But it's a bunch of really, um, usually it's a bunch of really big muscular guys that can belt the thing about 400 yards. And they do this on a football field, or there must be something bigger than a football field, but it looks like a giant field with lines on it, and they just have to keep it in bounds and hit it as far as they can. be interesting to see how he does. His, his, even though he has very long drives for the PGA, his, his best isn't in the range of some of the guys on this thing. Well, um, this is going to be fascinating. I'm, I'm really curious to see how he does because I think they tend to play this thing at high altitudes where guys can really launch the ball. Yeah, um, it's in know, Nevada. See, um, I, I'm I'm really curious to see how he does. I hope uh, you know. I think he I think he'll do well. Um, he'll be more accurate than most of them. Right. Um, who don't have a, you know the rest of the game to go with it. Right. Usually. But it'll be yeah. fun. Okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. I hope he loses. I hope he gets humiliated. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. (laughs) Good good restraint there. (laughs) The Big Ten Athletic Conference made the following announcement today. Quote, in collaboration and communication with the Big Ten I, I had to make such an effort not to say anything that I think I made a duty. <laughs> How can we? I'm censoring that. Good Lord. Nice restraint. Yeah. And then you interrupted the actual story. This shows where your priorities really are. I just, I felt that I needed to uh, explain what amount of effort that took. Collaboration and can we just skip this story? It's not even worth it anymore. It, no, it's very, it's very good. I'm very happy about it. The Big Ten said that if a team doesn't have enough, can't field the team because they have too many people who have COVID, then that team forfeits. And they're which not going to reschedule. The and game. they're not going to reschedule the game. What they didn't say is what happened if both teams have too many COVID cases. But we'll look forward to that announcement. I'm expecting bilateral forfeiture. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. But that'll be the name of this episode. <laughs>
Definitely. <laughs> I think I'll call it trilateral trilateral forfeiture, actually. Yeah. Say and another news. And another news. Arizona's sham so-called audit of last year's election results was supposed to be published today, but it won't be because three of the five members of the so-called auditing team have tested positive for COVID. Cyber Ninja's chief executive officer, Doug Logan, whose firm was hired by the Republican-led Arizona Senate to audit the 2.1 million votes cast in Maricopa County in 2020's presidential race, and two other members of the five-person audit team tested positive, quote, and are quite sick, end quote, State Senate President Karen Fan said in a statement. CNN says that Logan and other members of his team were often seen during the recount process without masks. It is not clear whether those who tested positive had been vaccinated. It's so hard to know what they'll root for in these stories. I mean, you really shouldn't root for people to get sick and die, but karma, you know. There seems to be some karma with the COVID. Yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta hold it in again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. In more news of the gross, the New York Post has been consistently and virulently anti mask, but informed their own employees 10 days ago that they have to wear masks at work. I kind of love that story. That's kind of great. Yeah, yeah. And now it's time for Murray Monday. Murray. So, uh, Thucydides, you have a repeat, Murray, for us? I do. I have a re- I understand that we have already touched upon um, Senator Patricia Murray. Not literally, um, but metaphorically. The great state of Washington, but yes. I think there's more to be said. Okay. Do you know what possibly, was said last possibly time? Possibly the same stuff. Yeah, I'm going to look up what was said last time, and uh, that, way, that way we'll know whether it, there's more to be said. And, and test for my, you can test for accuracy here too. Well, that would be a first if we managed any of that. Well, I'm not saying we should strive for it. We should, we should just say if there's any. I see, okay, yes. Senator Patricia Lynn Murray, born Patricia Lynn Johns, has served our country as a United States Senator from the state of Washington since 1993. She's a member of the Democratic Party and is Washington's first female U.S. Senator. Born in Bothell, Washington on October 11th, 1950 to a mother who was an accountant and a father who ran a five and dime store on Main Street, where she and several of her siblings worked growing up. As a twin, one of, as a twin and one of several children, she quickly learned the value of a strong work ethic and a country that supports those who fall on hard times when her father fell ill and became unable to work shortly after being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Her father had been awarded a Purple Heart for his service in World War II. Patricia Lynn Murray worked first as an educator before running for the Washington State Senate in 1988 and served one term before her successful campaign for U.S. Senator. She's expected to run for a sixth term in 2022. Currently the third most senior Democrat in the Senate, her political career started as a citizen lobbyist for environmental and educational issues. Senator Murray worked, vo- Senator Murray voted against the U.S. invasion of Iraq, one of 21 Democrats to do so. She was one of 42 senators to sign a letter to then President Trump's administration 
arguing that their administration was improperly using Section 1332 of the Affordable Care Act to authorize states to increase health care costs for millions of consumers while weakening protections for individuals with pre-existing conditions. Did we say that? I'm trying to find the previous episode when we did her, which was November 23rd, so we can compare. Keep going. She opposed that same administration's repeal of the Clean Power Plan, arguing that, quote, denying science and, fa and fabricating math would fail to satisfy the requirements of the law, nor will it slow the increase in frequency and intensity of extreme weather events, the inexorable rise in sea levels, or the other dire effects of global, global warming that our planet is already experiencing, unquote. Patty Murray served as the first female chair of the Senate Budget Committee during the 112th Congress and served as the first female chair of the Senate Budget Committee during the 113th Congress. She supports increasing the minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour, has vigorous, vigorously supported health care coverage for those with opioid addiction and other substance abuse disorders, has co-sponsored legislation to create the Wild Sky Wilderness Area in the Washington Cascade Range, which eventually succeeded, and the bill was eventually signed by George W. Bush in 2008. In 2002, Murray agreed with six other senators to form the Senate Native American Caucus, the purpose of which was to improve coordination among senators for whom Native American issues are a priority. Murray has consistently supported tribal sovereignty and, other, and increasing funding for Native American programs. In 2006, the New York Times wrote that in 1994, Strong Thurmond was said to have engaged in excessive touching of his then freshman colleague, Patty Murray of Washington. The Seattle Post Intelligencer reported that Murray asked for and received an apology. Through a spokeswoman, Murray declined further comment. You can decline a comment through somebody. On May 28, 20. 2021, Murray abstained from voting on the creation of an independent commission to investigate the January 6th insurrection. She, she cited a personal family matter for the abstention. She has expressed support for the commission and had talked about her experience on the day of the insurrection. She is married to Rob Murray, has two grown children, and lives on Whidbey Island. She enjoys fishing, exploring Washington's great outdoors, and spending time with family. And then I have one more great quote from her that perhaps was quoted prior. She says, I know the you know support, the support we, got we got from our government. Yeah, yeah, was the, was difference, the difference between, between seven kids who might not have graduated from high school or college and the seven adults we've grown up to be today, all college graduates, all working hard and paying taxes and all doing our best to contribute back to our communities. So this is the primary prison I view our nation's budget through. And it's what guides me as I work in the Senate to impact the choices we make. Not that government can or should solve every problem. Of course it shouldn't and it can't, but that we are a nation that has always come together to stand with families like mine, to invest in our people, our communities, our future, and to build the most robust middle class the world has ever seen. So there it is. There it is. She, we should just do her every week. She should be the weekly Murray. She's really That's great. great. She's a terrific Murray. Who yeah. knew? Yeah. Let me see if I can find the original Vivi. one from November 23rd. Viva Vande. Viva the Vande. Oh, we were back doing Vivi. the Vande then. We'll work on yeah, it. Yeah, I think he was the first, anyway, fifth uh, uh, chair of that. And there was I, a said, lot of flute I said, I said, oh, yeah, right. hang on, I'm going to try Come on. again. It's, yeah. Yeah, Phil, yeah see if you can, what else you got? Yeah, 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 what else you got? As you know, every Monday we celebrate the people who are out the Das Kapital, who endangered fruits, and who are like cows in their legs, the people known as Murray, and I am going to get a drink. Our Murray, 
come on, you should stick around for this one. This is a great Murray. Well, okay. This is a great American Murray. Okay, fair enough. Our Murray for this week is United States Senator Patty Murray, the senior senator from the state of Washington. Her biography on her official page describes quite a life. Okay, there, there, there it was. For those of you who want to listen to the original Murray, it's uh, November 23rd, 2020, and we could, we could have dueling Murrays. We could have votes among our listeners, uh, a, a survey on Twitter. Or something like that. But that was an excellent Murray Thucydides, and we thank you for it very much. Um, my, my pleasure. So, who, so yes, co-host um, number one will do the final Jewishish Murray next Monday. Yes, co-host. I guess so. Okay. okay. So when will, when will co-host number one officially sign off? I would I would think that his final one will be what the thirtieth. He's saying the thirtieth will be his final one. So that is next Monday, and uh, he is already uh, committed to creating the technology necessary for Thu and Two, um, and so we can begin it shortly after that, whenever we are ready. Wonderful. Okay. Awesome. All yeah. right. Good. Yes. Good. All right. So thank you, Thucydides. Thank you, co-host number one, for providing the song this week. And uh, as we always say, on Murray's with the Whiz Pops, Manamana, Manamana, Manatee.